What is up, fellow Benchwarmers? Welcome to the trade uh, special of Fantasy Benchwarmers. And this is, of course, your daily fantasy quickie. All right, guys, it's uh, the aftermath of the trade deadline. And how are you guys doing? Hopefully, your teams are not as uh, impacted, as, or at least if they are impacted, they were impacted the good way. So, how about you? Uh, Kamish, how was your uh, team impacted? My teams in general, I have eight teams. Uh, minimal, minimal. Uh, not not much of my players were, not much of my star players were traded or were impacted or affected by the trade deadline. Oh. So let's let's talk about uh, today in this quickie. We'll we'll change things up and you know talk, just talk about the trades and the winners and losers of the the trades that happened this morning all right so the biggest news i guess is biggest trade that happened is uh vucevic nikola vucevic going to chicago and yes. the uh, well uh, overall the biggest news really was orlando doing the fire sale of their players uh with vucevic um aaron, aaron gordon, gordon. Uh, yeah. so let's talk about vucevic first uh winners Winner in this trade, going to Chicago, playing with uh, Zach Levine will probably be the one-two punch there. Yeah, they'll be the one-two punch. And and I think uh, it's a big win for Vucevic because he was in, in the threat of being shut down, arrested. Orlando was going nowhere and then we're talking about trading him uh, ahead so that... Yeah. I mean, in fantasy, trading him ahead so that... You know, we get some. At least we're not gonna be dealing with his rest. But this yeah. one makes it uh, makes it sure that he's gonna play until the rest of the season. So that's that's a big win. But yeah. as we said, he's gonna share usage with a lot of players in Chicago. There's Zach Levine, we know that. There's yeah. um, Tad Young. There's Laurie Markkinen. There's Kobe White. There's a lot more talent and a lot more depth in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So. Of course, it's probably gonna hurt him a little. I mean, per average, average-wise, per game-wise, but we'll take that. I mean, that's a winner. I think. I think talent-wise, I don't. I don't necessarily agree that uh, the Chicago team is more talented. Uh, I think the only advantage of Chicago is that they have Zach Levine, which gets them to another level. I would think Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier are pretty much similar players to how. Kobe White is or Laurie Markkinen is. Uh, yes, but they have never been healthy. I think yeah, they have more talent. If they're if they're healthy, they have a lot of talent. But uh, for the season, it's basically been yeah. Butch. Yeah, he's the only one who's been healthy the whole time. So the the the, the usage rate. If you look at Butch usage this year, is through the roof because yeah. he's the only guy who's which is scoring. Which is from fantasy point perspective, if you look at the usage rate. He might be a loser here in the sense that he'll probably end up getting less usage than he, when he was in Orlando. But overall, the sh- with the shutdown risk, which is really, I think, heading into the playoffs and heading into the fantasy playoffs and fantasy semis and finals, you'd probably have, you want him to be playing rather than uh, worrying playing, about him resting. And playing meaningful games. Yeah. Chicago will be playing meaningful games. We'll be playing games that has a va- that has effect on their playoff run. So it w- probably won't be uh, routes, like uh, blowouts, like what Orlando would probably have. Even if Vuch will play the rest of the season with Orlando, 
how many minutes will he play if they're already blown out by the third quarter? So, yes. so th- th- this is really a win for him. Yeah, agreed. All right, other players who won, other players who were traded, uh, and our winners is uh, Gary Trent. Um, Gary, Gary Trent, Trent yeah. was uh, traded to Toronto in exchange for Norm Powell, who we always felt was the luckiest player, fantasy player out there, uh, having gone through lots of. Uh, Teammates who went through injury, who suffered injuries. Now, uh, Norm Powell was moved to Portland, and I think the luck just ended right there. But let's talk yes. about Gary Trent first. Gary Trent, okay. Gary Trent would have been a big, big winner if Kyle Lowry was also traded. But uh, Lowry, as we know, stayed in Toronto, so that's that's a little dampener to the Gary Trent train ride or the Gary Trent train. But I think. Uh, if you say that he's gonna replace Norman Powell in Toronto, he doesn't have the same, same exact same skill set uh, with the steals and everything. But he can approximate it a little bit. At least he will be better, in my opinion, there than in Portland. Remember, Toronto also gave away Terrence Davis, gave away Matt Thomas. So yeah. they gave away most of the bench uh, shooters, scorers. They gave them away. So yeah. there will be opportunities for Gary Trent. It's just not the 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 thing we all envisioned when we heard the news early yeah, on. We thought, not, hey, this is it. This is it. Probably but, his uh, biggest upside or the highest expectation of him would be how he was when McCollum was injured. That's the best that's case the scenario. Peak. But that's the best case scenario for him. But I don't even think that that he will reach that right now. Maybe a little uh, closer to that. Somewhere in between that. I hope. And somewhere in between that and the now, wherein we he hope. he played uh, with yeah. CJ McCollum. So, yes. but overall, I think if you were thinking of dropping Gary Trent after a couple of bad performances with Portland, I think you better hold off on it first and see how it pans out with the, the with the Raptors. Uh, yes. The player, the player who who um, the Magic got in exchange of. For Vucevic was Wendell Carter Jr., who hasn't really been playing in Chicago as much. So I think this is a big win for him uh, going to the Magic team, who are really who have nothing at this point. Orlando is an inter- interesting team. It's an intriguing team. We have to we have to see how the rotation pans out. But right yeah. now we are just speculating, thinking we we listed out the players that are left with them. I think uh, Otto Porter might be bought out. Jeff Teague was waived. So, I think Wendell Carter Jr. being the centerpiece guy coming from the Vucevic trade will be used uh, extensively at the center position. But, they still have Mo Bamba. Both yeah. players were picked uh, one after the other in the 2018 draft, if I'm not mistaken. So, both of them have the same uh, uh, contract situation and everything. So, it might be a timeshare. There's a possibility. But, Wendell Carter Jr. is better than Bapa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, he should get more minutes. Maybe 28 to Bamba's 20. But he yeah. should be given... Uh, he should be more have more usage and might be used the same way they use Vucevic. So, so he's a big, big uh, ad for me. And don't drop him. Yeah, don't drop him. And again, the same with Gary Trent. Wendell Carter has been struggling for the past few games. Uh, ever since he went to the bench, actually, it's it's not really just a, the past few games, but ever since he was moved to the bench, uh, 
uh, he has been he hasn't been performing and he's been in a lot of uh, fantasy forums as being asked if they want they can drop him already so at this point hold on to him hold on to your Wendell Carter juniors uh, and I think he'll yeah. get uh, he'll get more three-point attempts here in the system of uh, Steve Clifford mm-hmm. because that's how Vucevic plays so I like it I really like it for him uh, I'm just worried about a Bamba, but I think he can he can there are a lot of Bamba. players like um, I'm in, in Orlando that can share time with him. Uh, I think Cambridge is also there, yes, uh, who is a right. power forward center as well. Um, and of course, Bamba is there. So really, there's a big question mark on which players would really make or uh, get into the rotation other than I'm Terrence betting. Ross. I, I'm I'm betting on Wendell Carter Jr. So, yeah, probably it's Ross yeah. and Wendell Carter Jr. would be the staple players there. That's the key players who would be playing most of the minutes but again the, for the rest of the team we'll probably uh, see who, who would be played by Steve Clifford alright other players who were traded uh, another center Daniel Gafford moved from Chicago to Washington Washington another winner here because Washington's really uh, he replaced Mo Wagner uh, well Washington's really short on centers like they have Who's their best center? Alex Len. Well, Alex Our Len favorite. is starting. Our favorite, Alex Len is starting, playing uh, alternating good and bad games, and then Robin Lopez yeah. is the main backup. Wagner has been getting 12 to 15 minutes a game. Now Gafford uh, has shown that in with minutes, his per 36 minutes is very high. It's 13 points, 10 rebounds, and three blocks. So I'm not expecting that he's gonna get 36 minutes, but he should beat out Alex Len. And he should beat out Robin Lopez. These two are probably the worst center combination in the NBA right now. So I'm I'm hoping and I'm I'm guessing he's gonna start sooner than later. So uh, I'm adding in deeper leagues already. Uh, maybe right. 16 team leagues. I'm gonna add him already. 14 depends on your worst player. If you really have a player that has no upside, I'm gonna I'm gonna bet on Gafford, especially if I need big men. Wait, stats. if your worst player is Alex Len, do you drop him? Yes, yes, okay. yes, yes. I'll I'll make that switch easily. If your worst Alex player, Len, is, come on. Who would you rather have at this point, Daniel Gafford or maybe uh, Nick Claxton? Um, right now I'm probably gonna go with Claxton first because. The, the way it's shaping up to be uh, the buyout market, Brooklyn might not get any. So okay. if Brooklyn will not get any, Claxton, what Claxton is doing now, will be sustainable till the end. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think Gafford's best case is what Claxton is doing now. That's the best okay. case of Gafford. And so, why are we going to bet on Gafford if we already have the thing? <laughs> we already have what you know, Claxton yeah. can give. All so right. I'm going to go with Claxton. Okay. Uh, another probably comparison would be who would you rather have, Daniel Gafford or maybe a Northern Snowell? Uh, I've re- I've recommended dropping Noel because of the injury again today. Um, I probably go with Gafford right now. I'm just gonna go with the unknown because we know what we know for, we we can have from Noel. I think Gafford can 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 also do what Noel is doing given the minutes. So and the less less headaches. Yeah, and no expectations, yep. right? It's just it's just a matter of. Uh, uh, oh wait, I have another another um, maybe comparison. Um, 
Gafford or maybe uh, Moses Brown? No, I'm still gonna go with Moses Brown. Or a Stewart. Moses Brown. Stewart. Stewart, Moses Brown. Gafford is a low-end uh, gamble, my opinion. If he pays off, he's not gonna be what Moses Brown or Stewart can do when they pay off. Alright. So, so like what Noel does today, uh, six, uh, not, does usually 6.5 rebounds, 7.5 rebounds, there's two blocks. Maybe something like that. Or more rebounds maybe, but I think more of that line only. But if you need like rebounds and blocks, then it's okay. I mean, yeah, that, right. That, Other players okay. who were traded today and our winners, George Hill uh, moved to... Couldn't remember which to team. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, all right. Yes, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. George Hill. Uh, this. Uh, I'll give two names who were traded today. George Hill and Brad Wanamaker. Brad Wanamaker went to Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Uh, George Hill, if he gets healthy, can help in the 14 team leagues. But he's not yet healthy. So I said hold off adding George Hill. Just monitor his situation. Uh, Philadelphia didn't really uh, replace him with anyone. They still have Seth Curry. They still have anybody else. Everybody else. But I think he's gonna get minutes from Shake Milton and maybe a little from Seth Curry. Yeah. Uh, Brad Wanamaker might be a better add right now if you need assists. Uh, is Brad Wanamaker a, a threat to to Devonte Graham? Uh, in case that. Um, in case that he gets to Charlotte, would he be a threat to Devontae Graham? Uh, no, no. He's not going to be a threat to Devontae Graham. But I think he can do what Graham was doing when Lamelo was there and Graham was off the bench. Remember? Okay. I mean, whatever Graham yeah, was doing. Up probably there. around five to six assists and Yeah, something else. like that. Yeah. <laughs> nothing else. Uh-huh. But but uh, with, for, from the trade deadline, maybe these two point guards are the only ones who, who have value right now. How about RJ Hampton? Let's talk about RJ Hampton next. RJ Hampton uh, is a point guard. Um, he, he was moved from Denver uh, to Orlando, right? So, so and Orlando is short of point guards other than Michael Carter Williams at this point. Okay, so here's, here's the deal. Uh, well, I was up the whole night yesterday. So when the deals were happening, I could I could have added all of these players. I did not add RJ Hampton in any league except one, which is the 17 to 18 man league that I had. Mm-hmm. So that's that, that is my level of uh, level of confidence with him. Around maybe 18 to 20 man league. Right. Because number one, he's a rookie. Number two, he was given some time in Denver. He did not really perform as well. Although Denver is a winning team, so maybe he could not freelance or anything. He's an athletic guy, but uh, he has a lot of, a lot to learn. And yeah, you can gamble on him if you really are uh, without much choice already. But maybe deeper leagues, 18 to 20 in my opinion. All right. So he is also in one of the winners, but probably in deeper leagues. And... Deeper leagues, yeah. Uh, you can you can probably add him right there. Uh, and the last among the players that were traded is Kelly Olinik and uh, Nemanja Belica. Nemanja. Uh, I think Belica uh, would be the one replacing Olinik in his position. I I, I was I, I added Belica first, and then when I heard about Lamarcus. Yeah, it's true. He's gonna lose value if Lamarcus comes in. He's yeah. gonna be. He's not I was just about to ask what team. happens if Lamarcus comes in and joins the Miami Heat. He's he's gonna be a very uh, not not adworthy. He's not gonna be adworthy anymore. Mm-hmm. So 
So it's basically uh, Jellica. Jellica is for short term, short short term, and for streaming purposes. Mm-hmm. But Olinik is the one that uh, is uh, subject to debate. So Olinik like, was moved to Houston. Yeah. Uh, who is quite short-handed or at least uh, short on talent, I guess, or short on how how could they say this? Uh, they really well, don't short. have much. No, no, they're short. They're basically <laughs> literally, they're literally short. They're, yeah, actually, <laughs> yeah, that's also one. They're literally um, short. So, um, being a power forward in a center, who who is he against with in terms of uh, rotation? Christian Wood. Um, I couldn't even think of who's who. Who is the the power forward in the Rockets team? Daniel uh, House. Daniel, Daniel House. Christian Wood, Justin Patton, DJ Wilson. These are the guys that he's competing with. I do just I just do not know. Uh, how Name value wise, he should beat them out. Yeah, I just minutes, do not know right? how much Houston. I just do not know how much. Like KJ Martin, there's KJ Martin. I just do not know how much Houston values Olinik, but. I, I feel he should be at least the worst case is like backup center and then backup four and five center and power mm-hmm. forward. Um, Houston is a no defense. It's a mess. Of team. Yeah, it's a mess. No defense, all offense kind of team, which is perfect for Olinik. So so if you're holding him right now, I think you should continue holding and see how he will perform in the system yeah. of the the Rockets. If you're not holding him and you're in a deep league. Uh, and you you don't have you you were not able to add the players we just said. I think Olinik can be a good add. All right, so you can uh, take your chances on Olinik because yeah. he can per- perform given the minutes uh, and given that Houston doesn't have much to offer really in terms of fantasy players, he might be able might be serviceable there as he was serviceable in Miami. Uh, other winners now. Let's talk about players who were not traded. But probably were affected by the trades that happened within their team, and of course, I would say everyone would probably agree the biggest winner here is Robert Williams, Time Lord, uh, yes. who will now be unleashed. Um, Hopefully, well, they have no choice because Tristan Thompson is still out, so tomorrow uh, they still won't have Tristan Thompson there. So I don't think they'll play anyone at the center position other than Robert Williams. We're not sure if Mo Wagner will be available, but I'm sure. I mean, I I'm think, sure he look, can beat out Mo Wagner. And and Luke Cornett, Luke Cornett, and Mo Wagner. Uh, I have a caveat to this win of Robert Williams because Boston is hot in pursuit of Andre Drummond, and mm-hmm. they are they are gonna get a meeting with him. So we're all excited. We're all we're all giddy about this. But if just in case, just in case, the small chance that the slight chance that Ramon goes to to Boston, then um, it's game over it's, for Robert Williams. Basically, it's gonna be game over. It's gonna be problematic. So this could be this could go from this to this in, in a couple of days. Yes, but as Jeremy's saying, right now, tomorrow, the next few days until Ramon decides, yeah, Robert Williams can easily be top thirty, top forty. Yeah, easily. But again, I am not excited about Andre Drummond going to the Celtics because that means he is not going to the Lakers, uh, which is another big blow to the Lakers after today's news about uh, LeBron James. So yes, 
But let's talk about other winners. Kevin Porter Jr. There has been rumors or talks that uh, John Wall might be bought out. Actually, there were talks and then they shut it down. They said he was not going to be bought out. But uh, I know Wall is not happy. So, mm-hmm. but Well, buying... there's no point for Wall. I mean, if I was John Wall, I'd probably think... But he still owed, I think, $80 million. So this would be the biggest buyout if ever it happens. And I don't know how how it will... Uh, how, that, how, how or why Houston will do it. But let's see. But even with John Wall not being bought out, Oladipo went to Miami. Yeah. So so there's some minutes there. They only got Avery Bradley back at the guard position. So Kevin Porter Jr. can play alongside John Wall or or be, you know, uh, back up to both positions if Avery Bradley is going to start mm-hmm. or if Sterling Brown is going to go into start. I think there will be more minutes, more usage because Oladipo takes a lot of shots a game and yep. and uh, uh, holds the ball a long time. Yeah. His usage is He's high. He's not so, an off-the-ball player. He's more of a on-ball player who needs the ball to be able to create. Yes. So 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 there's opportunity for KPK. I think the Good news. Good news. Yeah, I think the the only challenge about KPJ is the injuries. He should get that out he of practiced, the system. Though. He practiced today, so we're hoping he's gonna be okay already for tomorrow. Yeah, so practiced an, already. Uh, another two players from Toronto. Of course, I'm not. Uh, this is very intriguing because Kyle Lowry wasn't traded today, so uh, Eric put in put on OG Anunoby and Fred VanVleet as winners. Maybe because of the departure of Norm Powell, um, but I pretty much expect them to be to have similar value as they were when before the trade deadline. I I, I think OG will be better. I think uh, OG will take a lot more defending. Uh, he has goals. been good though, so let's yeah. put it there that he has been really good over the past few games. Gary Trent and Norman Powell may look the same, but Trent is small. Way way smaller. It's way smaller. He can play small forward, but I don't think he can guard the big small forwards. And OG will get more minutes as a result. Uh, just and and actually, it it will not surprise me if uh, they play they start big and put Aaron Baines back the starting position and OG back the small forward position, mm-hmm. and, and then just just uh, give him a lot more minutes in yeah. the in the other positions as well. So yeah, I I think that's a very realistic. Uh, thing that can happen uh, for Toronto. Yes. Fred Van Vliet? Well, Fred, Fred Van Vliet's still solid, so... Fred Van Vliet's solid and I think, uh, again, Norman Powell taking a lot of shots, taking a lot of uh, attempts, taking uh, score the scoring of Norman Powell. I don't think Gary Trent can really approximate that, so I think Fred Van Vliet is gonna, gonna get uh, part of it, some part of it. Yeah, and of course, the probably one of the biggest winners here in the trade deadlines, Terence Ross, who was left, probably had the best Twitter Twitter reactions of the night of the trade deadline. He has been left alone yeah. uh, after his teammates, former teammates, have been traded one by one. Terence Ross, uh, well. I don't know why Orlando didn't trade him. There were <laughs> no rumors. 
No one might have wanted them. No, I mean, yeah, well, or if if I were the Lakers, you 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 mentioned to me the the rumor yeah, about. Yeah, there were there were reports that the Lakers were quite interested. They in should Ross. they should have they should have gotten that. I mean, Terrence Ross would have been great right now for them. I don't know why, how, or whatever happened and stayed with Orlando, but right now it's gonna be like, uh, he's like gonna be a PBA import. Uh, the import here, he's gonna take all the shots. He's gonna yeah. create everything. So There's really no one there. There's really no one there in Orlando at this point. The problem is his knee is still sore, and his knee will be sore after playing one or two more games because <laughs> he's gonna carry the team. So I don't know how many more games he's gonna play. That that so that. that, that. And having said that, that now gives me the question of how does Chuma Okiki plays into this? Uh, he is in Orlando and he is, he is he one is. of the players that's being added by some fantasy managers as a speculative ad. Um, is he going to be the guy that can, you know, replace some of these players from Orlando or the he top should. guy there? Yeah, he should. No Aaron so should Gordon. you add Okiki again, right now again, for... I did not add him in any leagues, but I love Okiki. Even before the season, I love him. But I saw how Steve Clifford is hesitant to use him in major minutes because they said before the season was they were monitoring his minutes because of the ACL injury. So I don't know even if there's no more players left in Orlando, will they give him 30 minutes again? Because they said he 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 has some ACL problems and soreness and stuff, and they want to be cautious. So mm-hmm. that is I, I'm hesitant. But if you look at the lineup, Wendell Carter Jr., Okiki, Terrence Ross, and then maybe Cole Anthony if he comes back, that should be the starting five. Plus maybe I don't know a Dwayne Bacon or Gary Harris. Maybe Gary Harris should. Yeah, we forgot about that Gary Harris. But Gary uh, Harris is injured also, so th- th- there's a lot of uh, moving parts here. I mean, if Gary Harris was healthy. Yeah, maybe Gary Harris would be okay, but he's not healthy. Terence Ross is also not healthy. They're not playing, so I don't know who's gonna play. There's yeah, still that's the Bacon. that's the big question mark in Orlando. Right. And if if Gary Har- Gary Harris was healthy, he'd probably be one of the winners here because it's really going yes. to be him and Terence Ross, which would be uh, the main guys here and Wendell Carter Jr. But again, Wendell Carter Jr. is not a dominant big guy big man so we don't really expect him to do the heavy lifting uh, anyway we'll we'll find out in, I guess in the next few weeks or at least yes. before the week ends before we'll update week, you guys yeah before week 13 ends we'll talk about probably talk about some of these players in our usual daily quickies let's talk about losers here uh, Norm Powell probably loses a lot a lot of value with and we can already see it um, I was watching the Portland game today and I have Dame Lillard as one of my players and I could already see how the return of CJ McCollum really hurts the value of Dame Lillard. How much more a player like Norm Powell? Yes. Um, will he start? Will he come off the bench? That's, a, that's another question. I think he. if I'm the coach, I'll put him off the bench because they need some scoring of the bench. Remember, Yusuf Nurkic is coming back tomorrow. Yeah. So, everybody's healthy. and The whole cavalry is back. And yes, Lillard is going to get affected. Norman Powell's magic potion has run out. Unless tomorrow when he plays, CJ McCollum suddenly gets injured. Then we will... 
I'll really, really don't really, say that. Don't say I'll, that. No, I'll really, really have him checked. CJ McCollum just had a great game today, and but 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 let's see, let's see if the magic potion of Norman Powell uh, will continue. continue. But but wait, if they're healthy, ah, uh, I know I'm not saying it's a drop, but it's a big drop. I mean, he, I don't say you drop him, but it's a major, major drop from his previous. Uh, performance in Toronto to what he will be doing yeah. in Portland. It's yeah. it's a big dip. Not even the bench role Norm Powell. Uh, I don't uh, think he'll. Not, yeah. I don't think he'll get there. I don't think he'll get there. They I still hope have does. Carmelo. They still they have, have Carmelo. Carmelo. Yeah. I mean, Carmelo. there's still a lot of uh, players there who can score. That's the thing. For that's, that's the thing. For yeah. uh, and they still have uh, Robert Covington. Thinking about Out it right now. Well. Thinking about it right now. Yes. They're uh, deep. I think from a real basketball point of view, they got better. They got but, way better. They got yeah. way better. Yeah. But from fantasy perspective of uh, Norm Powell, I think uh, he loses a lot of value with this trade. Uh, moving on to the next trade, I guess let's talk about the Orlando players once again. Uh, losers. Aaron Gordon and Evan Fournier were traded. Of course, they, they were part of the fire sale that Orlando had of their players. Of course, we expected Aaron Gordon to be shipped out. Fournier, we kind of expected it. Gordon went to the Nuggets. Um, we'll probably have some value, but yes, not yes. as good as the one he had in Orlando. In Orlando, he was he was like the point forward. He was uh, He's like getting the, more what, the second number two guy or maybe number yeah, three guy in the pecking order two or three and then he's a point forward he's getting a lot more attempts he's a leader of the team he's one of the older guys of the team or the the guy with the, the longest tenure with Orlando now in Denver yeah he's gonna start he's gonna replace Jeremy Grant's role before so mm-hmm. he should start with Michael Porter Jr. who I forgot to put but yeah he's another loser here He's mm-hmm. a he's a big loser, Michael Porter Jr. Uh, I don't know who will get more, who who will be higher in the ranking in their in their team, Michael Porter Jr. or Aaron Gordon? Maybe the same, and yeah. that's a problem because you have Jokic already and you have Jamal Murray. They're fighting for scraps. You have Will Barton also, who's another loser. Yeah, and, by the way, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Aaron Gordon probably replaces Paul Millsap in the starting lineup. Yes, as the power forward. Uh, let's talk about Evan Fournier. Uh, Fournier moves on to Boston, another which is lo- another, another fantasy uh, value killer for Evan Fournier. Basketball uh, again. If we talk about the real basketball sense, I'm sure Boston fans would be happy. Uh, well, actually, they're not happy. I mean, they, they because did they search Fournier in the in Google. That's maybe, why maybe, but. <laughs> But uh, Boston has a 17 point something million dollar trade exception. And that was the one they're holding on for so long, looking for a star player to use it. And they used it exactly on Evan Fournier. 17 million dollars salary of Evan Fournier. And the, the Boston fans are like, you waited for so long to use it on this guy. I mean, yeah. we don't even need him. We maybe we maybe we need someone like bigger, like a big man. But Fournier is an expiring contract, right? Yes, he's an expiring contract. It's an expiring contract. But yeah. So if uh, they don't use that now, I mean, no, they could use it in the in, in off season. I think th- there was still a chance to use it in the off season, mm, right. and there were already chances Before. previously. Yeah, but they didn't they didn't use it. So maybe maybe Danny Ainge saw something in Fournier. I don't know, but 
a lot of people are saying, do we drop him? Do we drop him? And even some of the fantasy analysts are saying, yeah, he's droppable. But uh, I'm not, I, I don't think so. Yeah, he might not start. I mean, Kemba, Marcus Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Robert Williams will start. Yeah. He might be the sixth man. Remember, they, but, they but gave up you, Jeff T. But if you think about it, who scores off the bench? There's really no yes. one there. And they gave up Jeff T. So yeah. they gave up their backup point guard. So Fournier can, can play point. Yeah. Fournier has played point before. So I think... Or he, he can play the two guard and then Pritchard starts, uh, goes as the backup point guard who... Uh, we've seen earlier in the season, Pritchard can be a serviceable player. Yes, I, I, although I like, I would like Fournier to be the backup point guard because mm-hmm. because even in ben, in a bench role, I think he can be okay. He can be rosterable even in a twelve team league. So I'm not dropping. Yeah, but, but he loses see. a lot of value. Yeah, here but he loses with, value uh, yeah. definitely here in Boston. All right, another player that was traded, probably the last one of the last big names that was traded, the last big name that was traded, Victor Oladipo. Uh, was moved from Houston to Miami. Um, That's uh, another major win for Miami. Major win for Miami, but a major loss for fantasy managers holding on to Victor Oladipo. And I guess a lot of the Miami players as well. uh, And remember, it's a win because Miami gave up Kelly Olenek and Avery Bad. And not even a draft pick, just a pick swap. Yeah. And in essence, the Rockets traded James Harden for Kelly Olenek, Avery Bradley, and a bunch of picks when they could have had Caris Levert and Jarrett Allen. Yeah, that's I've Instead. been seeing that uh, play, uh, uh, other fans pointing that out. But but anyway, going back to Miami, well, it's perfect. They, it's it's like a discount bargain price uh, for Victor Oladipo. Uh, but again, so I, a follower of us mentioned that he should not be a loser because in Houston, he could have been shut down. shut down. He could have been rested. I said, yeah, that's correct. If you look at, at it that way, that's correct. I was just thinking that, in my mind, Oladipo uh, could have been traded anywhere else. And I think anywhere else than Miami, he could have had a better fantasy outlook. In yeah. Miami, he's going to share with Jimmy Butler and Bama Debayo, And then there's still Tyler Hero and there's still Kendrick Nunn. I think the so, reason why... He can be a loser here. If you look at the shutdown risk again, similar to maybe Vucevic, right? The yeah. situation of Vucevic. But um, if we look at the shutdown risk, of course, he's a winner there. But uh, given the potential of Victor Oladipo, he can be the top guy in a team, right? He can be the number one guy or maybe the number two guy in a team. Here in Miami, he's probably the number three guy. Yes. Um and we don't even know how he can fit in. Um, he will fit in, but this is the Miami way, remember? I mean, yeah. there's no I, there's no star. Let's yeah. like we're all the same. So, and he will have to adjust. And Oladipo is not really a guy who's known to be a team player. He's he's kind of have that Kyrie in him also. Mm-hmm. That that quirkiness, that weirdness, that, that, that thing, that mentality. So yeah, you're correct. I don't know how he will adjust or how he will fit into Miami. So that's why I was iffy. But 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 this is fantasy-wise. Huh? We're talking fantasy. Yeah. F- fantasy. All fantasy impact. Yeah. If he doesn't right? fit so, in well, his fantasy value uh, drops a, a big time because he he probably won't get the chance to, you know, uh, to freelance his way around the yes, court. Yes, yes. Right? And that's yes. one. 
And then if he doesn't fit the system, he'll probably lose a lot of stats as well. Uh, he'll lose he'll some pro- minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he'll lose some minutes. He'll lose some stats. He'll lose, he might probably be relegated to the bench. I mean, there are a lot of things going on that we are still not sure. Uh, so again, for, and, on the and, surface, I think he loses here. And Miami can afford to play him 25 minutes a, a night, and we'll still have enough players to play the others and be okay. That, that's yeah. the thing. And, and probably if looking at it again, just I just thought about it now. Uh, a good thing that can go with uh, this is that they can rest. Jimmy Butler like they did today and have someone take over yes. games and that could be probably be a winner uh, that can probably make Victor Oladipo a winner and vice well. versa so, and yeah. vice versa and, I mean they could rest Oladipo and then play yeah, Butler the other way around so I think it's still the verdict is still out but on the surface I think he loses a bit a lot of value with Miami uh, speaking of uh, other players Daniel Tace small trades we'll maybe go through this quickly Daniel Tace uh, well, loser uh, he's gonna back up Vucevic in Chicago there's Todd yeah. Young there's Laurie so uh, I dropped Might him not, I dropped yeah. him red and yeah. Lou Will is back in Atlanta well yeah he's a winner he's gonna go get those wings every 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 night but well what can he do in Atlanta there's Porter there's Bogdan there's so many players he can just yeah. stay in the nightclub every night He's a winner. He's a big winner. Personally, he's a winner. <laughs> Other players who were not traded but could be affected here are Tyler Hero, of course, with the with the presence of Oladipo, who loses some minutes. He hasn't mm-hmm. been playing really well, or maybe he has been playing below uh, expect what our expectations were after that bubble performance. But again, he played well today. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, well, maybe like, he 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 wanted to prove something. Yeah, with uh, yeah. with Oladipo coming in, uh, Markinen and Tad Young, as we mentioned a while ago, uh, could lose some some value here. Markinen Mar- 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 might be the bigger loser. Yeah, in my opinion, if if I'm Chicago, I'm st- I'm starting Tad Young because Markinen, what will he do beside Bucevic? They're not a good fit. Uh, well, wait I outside, mean, wait at the three-point right? line. And... Yeah, so so I'd rather have him as a sixth man, like what Wendell Carter Jr. became. So I don't know if Billy Donovan's gonna do that, but that's what I'm gonna do if I'm the coach. All right, uh, an- another player who loses Moses Brown. A lot of the uh, managers are asking about Moses Brown. Should we drop Moses Brown? Should we uh, drop him for this player and that player? What do you think? Uh, uh, I, I I'm staying. I'm holding. I'm holding. Again, uh, Horford was not traded, so that's another thing. I think it's more of a loss for Horford than Moses Brown because OKC is gonna rest Horford a lot of times. They're yeah. just gonna be happy with playing Moses Brown and Tony Bradley 24 minutes each, and and let Horford rest and let him just you know uh, be in his bathtub and just sip some wine and stuff. Yeah, but. Moses Brown will definitely got hurt by, by, by this uh, Tony Bradley's entry. But I'm not dropping him. And I'm still... I think even in limited minutes, he's shown that he can contribute rebounds and blocks. So. Yeah, and he's shown that he can coexist with one Al Horford. And we don't even or know Bradley. if uh, Tony Bradley would start, right? Because he's really not that... 
uh, type of player. Even in Philadelphia, he wasn't even the best center there after Joel Embiid got uh, went down, right? It was really more of uh, them putting him in the starting lineup, see what he can do. But it was really many managers were expecting Dwight Howard to be a lot better than uh, Tony Bradley. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see what happens here in uh, OKC with the center position. At the very worst, it's a three-man three-man rotation. I mean, like what Boston is doing. Yeah, that's that's what will happen. Horford might play some power forward. Three man, three man center rotation, but on most nights it'll be just Moses Brown and Tony Bradley. Tony Bradley, yeah. Uh, because I probably think Al Horford is gonna be resting yes. a lot, and a lot, a really a lot. <laughs> and that's the worst thing that could happen for Al Horford owners. All right, guys, that's uh, the list, the rundown of all the winners and losers we have on this trade deadline. We could. You know, even talk about a lot more things here, but we've got limited time. Maybe we'll talk about it in the future daily quickies that we do. Uh, but just a quick question to Komish: mm. If you were the Lakers and the Heat, would you have given Tyler Hero or Taylor Horton Tucker just to get Kyle Lowry? Because that was the contention. Uh, I, I, uh... Toronto wanted any of those two players. Uh, both teams were hesitant to give any of those two players. Miami, Miami is correct. I mean, they had Oladipo in the back, the back pocket, so they had a plan B. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not even sure Lowry is a better player than Oladipo. I mean, he is, but I don't know that it's worth giving up Tyler Hero. Yeah. Right. So, so I, I'm okay with what Miami did, but the Lakers. As a Laker fan, are you happy that they're not able to get? I, I love, I love Taylor Horton Tucker. I love, I love the kid. I mean, and, and there is something. It's like in fantasy, right? When you're the one who picked this player out of nowhere and then he explodes. It's like, no, this is my baby. This is the guy I, I, I discovered. I'm not gonna trade him for you. It's just the same thing with the Lakers. Like they were the one who picked Taylor Horton Tucker in the second round. Nobody wanted him. Nobody believed in him. And now he's he's some somebody. So they're not just gonna give him up, but. Uh, is he really good? I don't know. If he, is he really that good? That's, I that's, don't think so. That's really the one that makes me scratch I'm not my head. I'm not, yes, I'm not convinced. convinced. He is good. He may be just the second coming of Kyle Kuzma, who is not uh... as good as the other players that the Lakers let go of. But but the thing is, THT is 19, turning 20, I think. He's very young. Even for a sophomore, he's one of the youngest. Almost as young as the rookie. So maybe the Lakers are seeing that He's the future, so they don't want to give him up. But uh, I would have gotten Kyle Lowry. And in the other other side, Toronto, even if the Lakers in, in, at the end said no, Tylen Horton Tucker, I would have just gotten the deal like Schroeder and somebody I don't know KCP and maybe a draft pick or two. Like no, right I now, think from from Toronto's perspective, uh, we don't want to give get only those players. If we end up with Lowry, we probably. St- could still sneak into that playoff spot. I mean, yeah, it's and really then not a, I mean, uh, and then what will happen with that playoff spot? You're just gonna lose in the first round. Maybe you might even lose in the in the play-in game. So, well, it's 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 bad. I mean, if well, that if was they the, really wanted to, you know, rebuild a whole lot, they I I don't know. They probably would have done what I I, I, did, I, I didn't like what Toronto did because it was half baked. Like they yeah, kept yeah, Lowry. I think that's, 
they gave away Terence Davis and Matt Thomas, people were thinking, okay, they're they're opening roster spots so that they can get three or four players for Lowry. And then they gave up Norman Powell is only uh, only is eleven million dollars a year. Yeah. So uh, I don't get it. I mean, I, no, I think know. it it was a deal that went wrong or do that went sour. Um, That's on Toronto. Yeah. That's on Toronto. Uh, if I, mean, I were the Lakers, I would have also gotten Lowry and given yes. up Taylor Horzonta for. I mean, yes. The Lakers aren't known to be patient with young players, and I don't think they'll be pretty. And their and their window is now. Their window is now. I mean, uh, LeBron is hurt. If they don't win this year, next year and they don't have LeBron anyone like? right now. I mean, what will they? Guys, look like sorry next for year? the frustration, but we're both Laker fans, so. <laughs> we are frustrated with yes. what happened, and if they don't get Drummond, that's going to be. They're screwed. So if they don't have Drummond, they're screwed. They're, they'll be the eight seed. Or probably they have to play the play they, in tournament. They already. might not even make it with the way I they're think, playing. I think they'll win one or two games here and there to, <laughs> to stay afloat. Oh. But 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 they need Drummond. They need Drummond. And the thing is, the Lakers should have known that the buyout market doesn't have. Uh, impact guard, like maybe if it's a big man, they will say, "Well, we could just go for LMA. We could go for Drummond in the buyout market because we know they're going to be bought out." But for point guards or for guards for scorers, there's none. Who auto porter? Well, okay, maybe. <laughs> I mean, anyway, we'll talk more about that. Th- those types of trades, real basketball talk, uh, in our weekly episode, uh, which will be released tomorrow. We'll record it tonight. Um, of course, we'll have guests there. Uh, we'll, we'll let you know who they are when we release it. But of course, we, today was just about fantasy. So that's it for your daily fantasy quickie. Hope this was helpful. If you have questions, just comment it and we'll try to answer as much as we can. And that's what we've been doing uh, throughout this season. So again, that's it for daily fantasy, fantasy quickie. We'll see you again tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye.